Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. An Erio's original. I'm Leslie Arfin, and this is my show, Filling the Void a show where I get to know my friends better by talking to them about the things that bring them pure joy, also known as their hobbies. Hi, everybody. I just got back from the movies. I saw Bo is Afraid, and I'm afraid that I don't have a brain left because the movie just took it and ate it, and it it's gone. You guys should see this movie. It's not for everybody. It is sort of like um, when you go to sleep and you have a nightmare and you wake up and then you're like, oh my God, thank God that was a nightmare. And then you go back to sleep and the nightmare continues. It is like that for three hours, but in a really, really good way. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to Filling the Void today. Our guest is Chrissy Miller and the way she fills her void is by talking to psychics and encounters with mediums. And this is something that I totally have with Chrissy as well. Chrissy's one of my best friends. Today, we're more talking about like Chrissy's experiences with the myriad mediums she's encountered in her life and how she just really like seeks them out and loves talking to people who use their sixth sense. And I agree. I'll just say it. I agree. If you don't care for that, then I don't care for you. Although I probably do because a lot of my closest family and friends don't care for that kind of thing, which is fine. No judgments, whatever. But if you do care for that, I think you will really, really love this episode. Originally, I wanted you to come on here to talk about vaping. Mm Mm-hmm. You didn't want to do that. Right. You and I have been trying to figure out like what fills my void. Right. Yeah. And like what your hobby is, you know, and we, we talked say, about telephones. <laughs> talking on the phone. Chrissy is like the really, really good at talking on the phone. She is the one. <laughs> what makes someone good at talking? Well, she, you're just kind of like the glue. Like mm-hmm. we have a, well, Chrissy's friends with everybody. Chrissy has brought me together with so many people. This is Chrissy Miller we're talking to, by the way. Um, She's iconic. If you don't know her, Google her. (laughs) (laughs) It's too hard to explain what I do or who I am. It's just easier to Google it. I mean, you've done so many things. Currently, you work at Warby Parker as their creative director. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just make up job titles for my friends all the time. I do. I am a creative director. I do all most of their or a lot of their collaborations. Right. Uh, I work with other brands and work on either creative direction or some of the other collaborations. Um, yeah, I work in fashion mostly. Yeah, and and I'm about to start a podcast. Yes, you are. Do you have the title for it? I and don't. It's, it's, okay, you guys. I her title. Tell tell the tell everybody what your podcast is about. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm working on the elevator pitch, but basically, I am the daughter of Susan Miller, the famed astrologer. Mm-hmm. And people talk to me a lot about their experiences with astrology, mediums, psychics, healers, past life regression. And I always want to be able to talk to the people that they're not only them about their experience, but who they're meeting. And so I thought about like maybe making a documentary about it. And then I just thought, well, it's probably easier just to start a podcast and start having these people on and having these kinds of conversations. It's hard to categorize what this is. Right. New well, age, self-help. Those words are so boring. Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dirtbag self-help or yeah, something. I mean, but it's I sort wonder- of spirituality, but then there's other stuff like I just learned about his- this uh, doctor that does longevity that works on like figuring out how to live longer. Yeah. It's like it's- such a nightmare. I don't know why anybody would choose that. <laughs> I thought of a good name for her podcast, you guys. Pink Sabbath. So dope. But why, what we wanted to talk about, what I wanted to talk to you about, because even though that's your podcast and even though your mom is Susan Miller and she's an astrologist, you also like have your own fascination and sort of like obsession Mm -hmm. with psychics. Yes. And not, not even just like talking to psychics and like having these experiences with psychics. Mm -hmm. I don't think that you necessarily like, live your life according to like somebody else's vision. Yeah. Even if we said that we were going to do that, I don't mm-hmm. think it's possible. No, I know. I'm not like obsessive with it. I think I've been thinking about it a lot. I think, you know, the title of the podcast is filling the void. And I know you guys talk about what that means often. And for me, I felt like I was a pretty depressed teenager. Mm-hmm. My mom had a lot of health issues, which is why she, learned astrology in the first place to like figure out when to have operations and meet with doctors. So I had a lot of fear around her dying and death. Mm. So I think like when we started knowing people that were passing away, it was like really triggering to me. Like, so I've always had this kind of obsession with death and dying. So when what wound up happening is that you had suggested that I meet with Laurel and Jackson. That mm-hmm. was the first psychic medium I've ever spoken to. Oh, really? I had no yes. idea. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. And Laurel. By the way, I don't want to go into my specific story with Laurel. Okay. Because it's so much. Yeah. It, that's a that's my podcast. That's for your podcast. It's we'll a talk really, to Laurel really amazing together, story. Maybe. Yeah. Right. But you heard my you heard about my experience with Laura Lynn. It was like on a whim. You were like, My mom like yeah. met this person. I spoke to her. It's $150. Just go do it. Yeah. And I just you know, just to back up for a minute, my mom is super Catholic. My grandmother too. They didn't believe in psychics or mediums. Right. It's like kind of like but they found astrology they loophole because right. God <laughs> right. put the planets there. Okay. But my mom and my grandmother would always say it's real. 
it's real. We believe it, but it's not something you're supposed to know. Uh, so anyway, I talked to Laura Lynn and she literally talked to every single person I had known that passed people that I'd forgotten that it had passed like wow. friends of Leo's or, um, you know, my friend Adam DJ AM came through like it was just holy shit. Like maybe there is life after death. That was the first like right. experience. And then what happened after that was that I felt like actually like my depression got better after that. Mm, that. I was like, wait, I've been like carrying around like this fear of death and dying. And like, maybe, maybe we don't really die. And maybe mm. there is this other life and we shouldn't fear it. And I was also getting into like Esther Hicks and like mm-hmm. manifesting. And she talks about how you don't ever really die and things like that. And then Nick Ackerman died. Mm-hmm. And um, do you want to tell people who Nick was to you and who Nick he was? was like my male best friend? We were roommates. He was in the band The Virgins. He died of a basically drug and alcohol overdose. Pretty unexpected because we thought he was sober, mm-hmm. so it was pretty shocking. Um, but you also like when you had your clothing line sophomore. Mm-hmm. He was always in the lookbook. Mm-hmm. He, you did stuff. We were the we had like a creative relationship, right? For sure. Yeah, it was yeah. a really exciting time, like living in Club Chrissy with him, and yeah, and uh, being with that band and talking about music and you know clothes and making films. And- we used to call Chrissy's apartment Club Chrissy because it was it was just where everybody always went, no matter where you went that night, you kind of ended up there. Sometimes you would start and end up there. Mm-hmm. You never knew who's going to walk through the door. It could be a lot of people just buzzing, which people don't do anymore. Right. Just it could be by. like, you know, me and Hillary and mm-hmm. Jen, it could be Courtney love. Mm-hmm. It could be peaches Geldof. Peaches, and then like she lives in, she lives there for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay Lohan spent a lot of time there. Oh my god, Lindsay Lohan's mom gave me a ride home once, (laughs) and I have to say, she was so nice. Yeah, she was really, really nice. I mean, (laughs) it was I. I had to get a ride from her though, because because Chrissy was like, wait, because I had to go back to the Lower East Side from the East Village. It's a walk. (laughs) It's a walk. But That's Chrissy so was funny. like, see if she'll give you a ride home. She yelled out the window, wait, or like down the steps. Will you ask your mom if she'll drive Leslie home? And she was like, of course. And I was in the back. Lindsay and her mom were in the front uh-huh. with her little sister listening to maybe her little sister's album. Yeah. They were like all singing along. So funny. I, I mean, like, there's very few apartments vibrating. in New York where you could fit that many people. Right. You weirdly had a big apartment. Yeah. Okay. And um, so when you lived in Club Chrissy, that's when you spoke to Laura? Laura Lim? Trying to remember. I think so. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because I remember Nick talking to her also. Oh, okay. Nick had a, had a relationship. My friend Nick who passed away knew Laura Lynn also. So then Nick passed... Laura Lynn's career took off. Right. So it was Chrissy expensive. told to, everybody about her. <laughs> it was expensive to go to her. So I kind of went on this like psychic, but we're going to call them mediums because I was really looking for mediumship. I wasn't really looking for what's going to happen in my career at that time. I, uh-huh. I was like trying to find Nick and uh-huh. I must have met with 15 mediums. Mm. I did find him through a woman named um, Anna Ramondi who weirdly my mom suggested 
So my mom gave Anna a reading and um But your mom doesn't like that. So my mo- she gave my mom my mom gave Anna an astrology reading and she owed my mom the psychic reading or the right. you know and so your my mom like, didn't okay. want to do it, oh, so oh. she gave it to me. And it was like the one oh, time. That's how Laura Lynn came to me. Oh, really? My mom didn't want to do it. She gave it to my sister. Mm-hmm. My sister told me about it. And I was like, whoa. Anyway, that's funny. I didn't yeah. realize. So your mom gave it And it, it was to like you. the one. I'd been recording them all because, again, I was like, I'm going to do a documentary about this. I need to explore this. So I was recording everyone. Yeah. But the one I didn't record was the one my mom suggested. And it was the best one. Wait, why didn't you record it? Um, I was at work and I just had like an hour. I booked like, you know, we have these little call rooms at work and I just wasn't, I didn't, because it was coming from my mom. And you were like, I was it's like, not going to be. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had recorded it. It was amazing. What did but I've, I've talked to her many times after. She, as soon as we started, she's like, your grandmother's here. Your grandmother has a message for your mom. She said, I love you as deep as the ocean, as high as the sky, which hmm. my mom said at her funeral. Then she said, wait a minute, there's someone here who knows someone named Sky Because she had overheard, Weird. he had overheard the conversation about Sky, And Nick came through, she's like, your friend is here, leather jacket, and guitar. And Nick used to go out with Sky Ferreira. So for a long time. He came through hard and was like, holy shit, I can't believe... I mean, it's kind of personal, but I'm going to say it. I can't believe how Sky reacted to my death because I was the one that was that told Sky that he had passed. Sky and Nick dated, and I don't know. I thought maybe it should come from me. Yeah. So I called Sky, and she kind of <laughs> went into like the logistics of their relationship and comes some resentments she had, and it was an odd conversation. Right. Well, it people react weirdly, yeah, but he had known the conversation. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. He was like, and you... He's like, how crazy was that? Right. Like, he was talking to you, like, as if you guys had just spoken, because maybe you had. I don't yeah, know how I'm many... no disrespect to Sky. Like you said, everyone has... Yeah, yeah. I might have done the same thing if my ex-boyfriend died. Yeah. Um, but he had known about the conversation, and he had talked about his sobriety, and, and, and you know, just wanted to connect with me, and it was amazing. Hmm. It was incredible. And were you so, happy when you were done with that call? Yeah. I think a lot of people suffer with grief and this could be a way to have some some healing and some mm-hmm. closure. closure to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you said you've spoken to her since many times? Yeah, I met with her in person. Um, Are they always as good? She's like Laura where she just goes. It's like... Right. You know, I know we both just recently talked to Sabra, who's I my love, new one. I love her. I mean, I recorded this conversation that I had. See, I'm very open to talking to people, depending on price. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's like, I don't... be expensive. And I also think that it's not... It really just depends on that, like how they're marketing themselves. And look, everybody has their own hustle. I get that. Mm-hmm. And I also... I mean, I totally believe in in the sixth sense. I I have it. Yeah, you know, like we've talked about this in length. I'm I don't need to convince anybody, and I don't care what anybody else thinks of it because mm-hmm. it's real. And if I worked on it, like Laura mm-hmm. Lynn told me when I first spoke to her, like she's like, you know, you're psychic, and I was I did know, 
But I was like, oh my God, I do know that. But how do you know? She's like, because I'm (laughs) psychic. psychic. (laughs) She was like, but if you worked on it, if you strengthened that muscle, you know, you can get really good at it. And she gave me some books to read. And it's a lot of it is like meditation and stuff. I mean, it would be a little nerve wracking to open yourself up to that. I I just was, if there comes a point where like, I want to develop that sense. I don't mm-hmm. think that anything bad can come from like making your senses stronger in all areas. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about like learning it myself because I don't need to. I don't want that much control. I my brain is too limited. I enjoy mm-hmm. I enjoy like the amount of I enjoy having faith and mm-hmm. I enjoy the most that I like to know, I guess in terms of like the future mm-hmm. is the faith in that, like, no matter what, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And which is true. I mean, it's like we were just talking about before you got here, like, what's the secret to a good marriage? It's like staying married, like not getting a divorce. You know, it's kind of like that. Like, it, if as, as long as I like, don't drink or like shoot heroin or like walk in front of a bus, mm-hmm. like, I'll get through it. Mm-hmm. It will suck. Maybe not, you know, I just have no idea. Like, I think that our human brains are just too limited. And like, I don't want to figure stuff out. I want to let life unfold. Yeah. Because my my wildest dreams are too limited. Mm-hmm. Like my wildest dream when I spoke to you like oh 20 God, years ago was that. like, like Chrissy was like, <laughs> do you think you're going to marry machine my boyfriend at the time and i was like no she's like where do you think you're going to be in 10 years i was like i think i'm going to be like walking the red carpet with judd apatow we were dying laughing but like because that was leslie did a show leslie did a show with judd apatow and walked a red carpet with him yeah i mean at the time i didn't have that show i didn't know him right but like but to me that's a manifestation maybe but like it was it could you know, it might not all be that different. We just have different words for them. Mm-hmm. But like, that's how wild my dream was. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, that's nothing. You know what I mean? Like at once my wildest dream was to own a sectional couch. That's all I wanted. <laughs> yeah. So it is a good lesson to like, really for everyone to dream bigger and think bigger. Yeah. Or like, the universe is always listening. Totally. Sure. Yeah. And also like, I don't really know. I don't necessarily know what the things that I want, if that's actually like, what's really how I'm going to evolve as a human. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the best. I want everything. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, well, for me with the manifestation is it's about getting clear. So like, really like what you're saying, like, maybe I don't want a big house. Maybe I want a smaller house that has this, like really getting clear with what it is you want out of totally. life. And look, we live in a material world. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting things. Of course not. Especially now that we have kids, we want to be able to like there's have experiences with them and with, trips and that yeah, all costs money. You, there's nothing wrong with anything as long as like you're not hurting somebody physically, emotionally, you know what I mean? Like, there's something wrong. Well, with I think want- there's like a vibe of like, oh, like wanting material things like isn't going to make you happy. I don't know. I grew up with very little money and very little opportunity uh-huh. for trips or experiences. It was, you know, I don't know. I think it's okay. Material things do make you happy. They just don't make you. They just don't. La- that happiness doesn't last. Right. 
that it's a sh- it's it's because it's a object. It's not so anything outside of ourselves. I think mm-hmm. if I seek outside of myself for something to make me happy, mm-hmm. I will find it, but it is temporary. It's fleeting, right? You know, and that's fine too. There's nothing wrong with I love temporary joy. Right. Like, great. Right. That, why, why do we buy jeans? It makes us so happy. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Who fucking cares? But right. there's like a deeper, if I'm only looking for outside That's things. True. But would you say that like manifesting is also like part of your filling the void? How you fill your void? Do you still do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a vision board? No. I should though. I know, but like nobody, like we don't read magazines anymore. Well, you could just Google image, but the pr- I've done that and print them out. No, or just like put it on your computer, like make a JPEG of all the things you want. I know. I feel like that doesn't count though, <laughs> because I'm not looking at that as much as I was looking at my vision board. Yeah, I had one in my closet. I remember, and you got mad. When I mean, I'll tell you it. a great man of, <laughs> when I when you what you once got mad when I looked at it with Hillary or something. Oh yeah, I like hit it. I'll tell you one crazy manifest. I mean, I have so many manifesting stories, but I wrote what I wanted out of like a partner, like out of a husband. And mm-hmm. it was like, it's like Leo. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not like random stuff. Like we grew up around each other, but didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. We have similar friends. He's interested in music. He does this. He's artistic. He's You're like, he's an actor. But yeah. He doesn't and have maybe that's not so, like famous. what I would have written today as right. like a 47 year old. Right. But my 30 year old self that's what i wanted and i found it i know i just think it's not even that mystical it's just like totally we're agree. all these people walking around like i don't know what i want it's like no 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 figure out what you're looking right, for because it's there yeah like i i couldn't agree more i don't think that there's anything like super magical or mystical or like hard to attain with these things that i think is like the mystique of it like it's actually like like the things that are fucking mind-blowing in this Mm -hmm. world are so ordinary you don't even fucking see it in front of your face like we have we're all sitting here because there's motherfucking gravity yeah like let's start there that's insane yeah there's not yeah what we should all be like floating like we have ears i think about that often we have ears that are able to hear yeah and dogs can hear when the time changes Dogs can se- I didn't know that. Dogs can smell and hear way better than us uh-huh. and they I don't know if it's hear or smell or both, but mm-hmm. they can like smell when it's afternoon. Wow. Is that so cute? That is cute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really into like my li- living my life by insane clown posse lyrics. Do you believe in a miracle? Do you notice and recognize miracles, miracles, miracles? <laughs> yeah, I believe in miracles. That song's dope. You know it is. Can you DJ it? Leo's a big uh, insane clown posse guy. <laughs> I was never as into it's it. It's the only song I know. Oh. Or like maybe there's one other one, but like that song's dope. Do you know that song? No. Oh my God, Chrissy. Welcome to your new favorite song. I think he song. made me watch a documentary about them. <sighs> Just me and Camille are like really into miracle by miracles by insane clown posse, and you will be too. Okay, maybe that's the theme for the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should play that as the closing song. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You didn't tell me about um, Sabra. Yeah, I mean, I think like... in terms of like a hobby, it's like I love like first of all, I love talking to people about yeah. it, like their experience with it, like especially with Sabra, like because she's more affordable. I don't know, maybe fifteen of my friends have seen her now. Right, that's why I spoke to her and I recorded it, and I was so moved yeah. that I sent the recording to you yeah, I and my to mom. Your recording the whole thing, almost. Okay, don't tell anyone. <laughs> it was a lot about your weird. dog. That was like, but big. it was. She was the one who started that. I wasn't going to bring up my dog. Yeah. It was crazy. But anyway, I loved her. She's so, she was just right. She was in it also. And if anything, when I said something, Mm -hmm. she was like, don't, like, she didn't want me to talk. She didn't want me to get in the way of like anything she was receiving. She didn't even know my name until we started. Yeah. She asked me my name in the middle of the reading. Yeah. Because we did it over text. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then I have, I I would say it's gotten, first of all, when I, when I was younger, it was really weird that my mom was an astrologer. We never told people. Really? She didn't like talking about it. It was like a total secret. It was not acceptable. What did your mom do before she was? She was an agent for commercial photographers. Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. She had a whole other job. And then, I mean, I'm going to tell the story wrong, but she basically like did someone's chart and was like, oh, you have a really great chart. You should, you're going to like win something. You need to like enter a contest. And the woman won a fucking Porsche (laughs) and then like got, was like, oh, no, no, no. You need your own website. So as like a hobby, my mom started a website as a side oh. project because she was really good at it. And, yeah. um, and then like, it just took off. Like, I mean, I think a lot about like the fashion world, like her writing for fashion magazines. Like it was a like, kind of cool in like the fashion world to believe in astrology, <laughs> but now like Gen Z and the younger kids, it's like total, totally part of their language. They all talk about it. It's like, yeah, it's still crazy to me when people are like, I mean, it happens it happens more now than ever. Like I went to a wedding this weekend. Everyone wanted to talk about Susan Miller, my mom, and what like, that's like. Uh, I mean, now that I'm doing the podcast, I have a new like appreciation for it. Like, let's get into it. Like, why? What do you like about it? What yeah. is fascinating about it? What do you know about it? There's so much misconceptions about it. Oh, your mom feels something. No, mm-hmm. she doesn't feel anything. It's super like mathematical where the planets are all the degrees like i can't even scratch the surface of like understanding it it's she doesn't 
you know, it's not fortune telling. That's another misconception. Mm -hmm. She cannot tell you what's going to happen to you. She's really funny. She's like, if you don't leave your couch, nothing will happen. Yeah. It's for people who are doing things. So like Jen's looking for a house, you know, maybe you're looking for like a new school for Mary or you want to go away somewhere or, you know, bigger life decisions, I think. Yeah. She can tell you there are better windows in your in the year than others. Totally. Period. It's right. so simple. Yeah. Is she helping Jen with the house? Um, yeah, she said that Glenn has a has a really bigger window than Glenn has a bigger window than Jen right now. So mm-hmm. that Glenn should be more active in looking. He is. Yeah. Glenn's so on it. Yeah. Glenn is like Glenn's hobby is locations. <laughs> like whenever we go anywhere. Uh-huh be it Universal Studios or camping, he's like, wants to make sure that his location is like, just right. So did you have a good experience with Sabra? Yeah, I don't do it that often. Like, I feel like, and you only want to listen, you only want to talk to your friends who are deceased, you don't want any tarot or anything. I'm more skeptical with that stuff. Because my Uh mom, you know, and I talk about how you know, not, no, you you have free will. Yeah. So I think I don't know. It's I, the same thing. This as is astrology, something I want to ex- explore. Like I want to find. I've n- I don't think I've ever talked to a really great psych- classic psychic of mm-hmm. like this is how your life's going to go down. You're going to have a boy. That, you're going to have a. I mean, I've I don't know if that kind of psychic is really what. Um, what's the other word for psychic like intuitive i don't right. i don't know if that's i think what that's about like the, nostradamus or like someone who can like there probably are there probably is maybe. someone i can talk I to who can like figure out like life version. events i think that might be more of like the the yeah. romantic comedy version of a psychic and really like an intuitive yeah. person is reading cards the same way that your mom reads the stars they're just symbols i think you and i personally have a better grasp over how they contact i mean you did you hear me talk to sabra about yeah it? I, you had really good questions yeah i, I was like notes. why she was like it's better she's like where they are they're they're happy like they're better and i was like well then why aren't we all just like killing ourselves yeah. to, to go there yeah she's like because we want to be here i've heard because this is where we learn i've heard people so say cute, that if we sweet. knew we would i've heard right. people say that but like I'm willing to believe that it's better, but I also like the idea of learning because like I do, I do believe that as well. Do you know, have you ever heard of um, like Ashantic files? You have to like be trained in a certain way to access these files of who you were in previous lives, but it isn't, I was like, get ready for the past lives pavilion. It wasn't that, even though it wasn't not. <laughs> um, I the way that I'm making it sound is, I, I I don't mean to be like flippant about it. I just can't describe it in a way w- with as much like knowledge because I just mm-hmm. don't know as much about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like very open to well, trying past anything. Life regression is a huge. It wasn't topic. that. It's it, not that. Okay. It wasn't regression. I didn't med. I didn't. I wasn't under any kind of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. It was not that at all. It's like she's a medium, mm-hmm. but she's able to, the, with her training, it's mm-hmm. like a very specific Do you remember her name? Training. I have it on my phone. Amy okay. Poehler gave her to me. Great. I'm just fascinated with like getting deeper, like 
explain to me everything. Like, what? Like, do you meditate first? How do you connect? What does it feel like? What does it look like? You know, I know that some people are, you know, there's they can either hear or see. Um, I've heard it being described from Laura Lynn as like a download. Like, she gets a mm-hmm. lot of information she has to sort through. Some people come through with symbols. So mm-hmm. I, I really want to like get into it like with how it actually works or how they feel about like what that world is like specifically. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, I think listening to your reading with Sabra, it, it occurred to me, I was like, they don't know because they've never been there. Right. I couldn't explain to you what Texas is like. I've never <laughs> fucking been there. Right. I've seen pictures. I have information right there's no way to know so i don't know that so i'm ever going to get that too she sees pictures she's never been there but exactly. she's, she said she's like i see it in pictures i see it like for whatever reason how whatever however her senses work however she's like honed her muscles to be like attuned i've been getting into finding um people that have had near-death experience it is oh my god i'm gonna send you this podcast when we're done it's another episode there's this this one guy that i found that i'm gonna have a session with where he came back as a healer Mm. and he can heal people like of like physical ailments and things and what you know i mean you know enough to know like there's this one great book i wish i could remember this doctor who's a brain he's a brain doctor had an aneurysm and died and came back and he's like dude i'm a medical student like i didn't believe in any of this stuff and right. he wrote a whole book about it it's a really famous book but what's what's interesting in his book is that this the experiences are really similar right mm. so i'd love to talk to some of those people and be like what the hell is that like i'm gonna send you this episode of this is actually happening i just listened to and this guy was like he like had so much anger. He'd never said goodbye to his dad when his dad died. He was a ladies man. He worked in the hotel restaurant industry. He's just like a scumbag. And he had a near death experience with surgery that had gone wrong. And I mean, it completely, he talks about it in mm-hmm. detail. And mm-hmm. he said, what, you know, ruin it. It changed my life, but for the better. He's an artist now. He's a painter. Wow. But he also was like, I, my wife divorced me. My kids like, don't talk to me. They're like, what happened to you? Like you were normal. He was like, but I didn't think I was like, I wasn't, he wasn't happy before he realized, or he thought he he was very, yeah, he wasn't happy, but he just thought that he never had any, it wasn't like, I'm so unhappy. I should go to therapy. It was Mm -hmm. like, this is just, he didn't think that deep. Yeah. Right, which anyway, is probably pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to I think that I lo- I think maybe that is how you fill your void ultimately is like talking and listening to people. Yeah. And like you you're really good at identifying your own experience and listening to other people talk about their experiences and like Yeah, and that's another thing. Like I think because of my mom, people get really personal with me really fast. Mhm. And I almost feel I've never said this out loud and tell me if you think I'm wrong. Sometimes I feel like when I'm talking to people, I am interviewing them. (laughs) (laughs) I always want to know the whole thing. I'm asking a lot of questions. Like I I just feel like I'm kind of a natural interviewer. (laughs) I think that's really normal and common also. Like you're curious about people. I'm so curious. That's great. Yeah. People don't talk about this stuff enough, you know, I think like, 
you know, you and I personally have lost so many people. We don't talk about grief really in the same, you know, we do, but I mean, like as a culture, we don't talk about death. And I also have like a much different relationship with death than you do. Mm -hmm. And part of it is like my lack of experience maybe with it. But, you know, for the most part, I'm really like, it's a natural part of life. It's weird to not die. It's weird to think that people don't die. It's weird. What what I how I feel about death mostly is that when somebody is gone, whether it's before their time or not, I miss them. I feel sad. I wish they were still around. Yeah. That's it. So you've no fear of death. No. Yourself dying. I no, I mean, I fear because because I want to I don't want to miss out on my life. Yeah. And I don't want I fear of how it would hurt, how sad it would make my family. Yeah. And like, imagine being a little girl. Like, I can't imagine. But you don't, being it sounds Mary's like you don't let yourself my, go there. Like, you don't I'm, think about that. It just doesn't consume me. It doesn't consume me. Yeah, it consumes me a little bit. Yeah, like, I don't, but I, but it's a choice. Like, I also, and it isn't necessarily a wise choice. Like, sometimes I'm, I, I just I can't I can't function on a fear based life on a worry based life I can't it's very uncomfortable for me yeah it makes me very unhappy but that could also be like my me being naive or in denial no, I'm, we I'm all fine have the things that. we worry about yeah everyone has their things I mean mine got out of control as you know I mean I I'm on ten milligrams of Lexapro because mainly because. I lived in a constant state of worry. And Mm -hmm. I think the end thing was death. Mm -hmm. Like every little thing in my body, I'm super aware of like, oh, I have like a headache. What if I have a tumor? It just like would spiral so quickly. Right. I mean, like having a child, like I'm so proud of myself for how how calm I am. And the medication has helped so much to to stop to like turn down those knobs. But I don't know that I had a lot of control over it. And this one pharmacologist was like, this isn't like a personality flaw. Right. You're not like choosing, you know, you're not, you're, you're, I'm, and you know me, like I'm not like a, it's hard to explain. Like I'm a very social person. Yeah. That, very optimistic. I even and like, like, you're not a stressor. Right. Like I even do like risky behavior. Yeah. It's not like I'm like, doesn't really fit in with who I am. He's right. like, you have a chemical imbalance in your brain that's like misfiring. And period. also prob- that and and learn behavior from how you were raised. Yes. The fact that my mom thought she was going to die all the time. Right. Totally. See, like, and I didn't, I didn't have anything like that growing up. Right. And I would cry. I mean, my Mary asks me all the time, like, are you ever going to die? I remember crying myself to sleep at night, asking my mom those questions, thinking like, what if my mom dies? And I would ask and I'd be like, are you going to die? Or what if you die? And they would be like, we're not going anywhere. Like hate to break it to you. (laughs) Well, my dad passed away and I had to tell Otis and Mm. there's a great book called just tell me what to say that kind of gives you these scripts and what it said. And I thought this was interesting was like, don't say passed away. Don't say he was sick. Don't say he went on a trip. Right. Be super clear. Say he's he died. He's dead. Yeah. And then you can and then you can say I believe this, 
daddy believes this, there's yeah. different people you have to decide for yourself what you believe in. And I feel like that like really opened up my mind to like a way of parenting altogether where I can share my opinion and allow him to have his own opinion. Totally. That's right. Great. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Paul and I, I don't think we believe in the same things. I mean, I have a really, I have a, a direct, line to god i'm extremely you got a small number <laughs> totally yeah but but i have i've like an i live in extremely right now currently especially like a really spiritual life yeah. where like i believe like i have removed a lot of blocks of my own ego to get access to like the light that's within is that's how amazing. i see it that's yeah. like what i basically how i think of god is like it has to do with the title of this podcast because I used to think filling the void, it, we were filling it with something to make us whole. Like mm-hmm. the thing that the things that we needed to like fill us because there was like this emptiness inside of us. Exactly. Like on my way over here, that's what I was thinking. But Is I don't like th- my yeah. way to fill that hole, that like scary hole is to learn and to like educate myself and to figure out like what it is I believe in. Okay. And I think like when you were saying like how you were able to unblock, I think like as I get older, it becomes easier to unblock some of those things like through therapy. Medication has been huge. So I'm not like living in a state of No, of course. Anxiety. I mean, I, the reason meditation, why meditation, we talk about TM has been a great tool. Oh, I never do it. But, <laughs> but I, if I didn't take medication, I wouldn't be able to show up to the, the work my, the spiritual work that I do, which is exactly. like the 12 steps. But I don't, th- I don't think that I do have a void in me anymore. Wow. I don't think I have an empty hole. I never, wow. I think I never did. I think I have a hole that is filled with Leslie. Mm-hmm. It's full of me, 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 selfish, self-centered ego. Mm-hmm. And by the process of the work that I do, I'm chipping away at that ego and removing those blocks to have access to like the love and like the light that is underneath all of that ego. Wow. So, but that, that's me. Mm -hmm. That's what works for me. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm totally free of ego. I don't think any human is unless they're like, well, a lot of these psychedelic practices I'm learning is a lot about ego death. Yeah. I think it's just something to, it's like, we're all like doing our best, right? Like (laughs) before you meet with a medium, do you light a candle or do you make sure you're in a quiet place? Do you have her on him or her on speaker? Well, Um, with my mom, I, I, I've seen her read so many charts that I know that it's a better reading when you have a list of questions. So always for anyone listening, you're going to a medium, psychic, whoever make your question, you want to know you have ideas of what you want to get out of it. Really good. Yeah. So you always I don't have, have to that. get in any sort of physical zone or no. Totally. I you just all- want to get the information. Okay. And so that you always do like, that. Like I want I want to talk to my dad, I want to talk to my friend Sean, I want to talk to Nick or whoever. And do you tell them those questions or They usually don't let you speak. Right. I haven't had one ask me. They usually just get what they get. And she and you don't get they, upset. <laughs> I know I have that book. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Yeah. But but sometimes like, I don't get what I want. But they at like so Sabra was like, Do you did you come with questions? Like they want you to come with them, but they don't necessarily want you Yeah, like when your reading came through, I really wanted you to be able to talk to your friend that had passed, um 
Harris. I really wanted you to be able to talk to Harris. Right. Um, I'm waiting for like to talk to all my friends. I mean, anytime my dog barks at the air, I'm like, Harris, is that you? But like, I don't, they never come through. Right. But maybe they don't want to talk to me. That's okay. Like, well, you've had like family members come through and things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Whoever's down, I'm down. Like I have no, the only thing I don't like is when, and and intuitively I know when I'm like, not, I wouldn't say getting played because I don't think they're, somebody's out to hurt me Mm -hmm. or like play me personally. But like, I can tell sometimes a medium just like won't, it'll be an off day or she won't get okay, a good reading. Okay, so I have an opinion about that. I think mm-hmm. it's like personality types. The way like you have friends you get along with and other people you don't. Sometimes mm-hmm. your personalities don't click. Makes sense. Yeah. Like I've been sent to people who were like, oh my God, I swear by this person. She's amazing. She's amazing. Same. And I went and it, she was like, nothing's coming up for me. And I was like. Yeah, that's happened okay. to me. Yeah. Like at least you're honest. I don't want to fucking pay you $300 or whatever the fuck, <laughs> but you know, yeah. that's their hustle. Yeah. You got to find someone that like works with your personality. If you were a psychic, what would your outfit be? That's a good one. I if you were that. psychic or medium, like what would you look like? <laughs> that's hilarious. Cause there's a, like that preconceived notion of like the crystal ball. Like they all like look like Meryl. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. I'm very anti hippie lately. Like I just, it looks like Halloween costumes mm-hmm. to me. Like I look back at photos of myself and some of the like Stevie Nicks kind of flowy stuff. And I'm like, was this a Halloween party? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be like a really cunty businesswoman, like, <laughs> like, like a really great like suit and like really so like modern and like really polished with like red nails and be like, step into my office. Let's fucking do this. Right. I'm not feeling any, you know, because I think also with my mom, she's so businessy as you know she's not really like right. the classic no, she wears like a lady suit yeah she's like what you know what let's get to business like what are you looking for what's happening like you know she's not yeah it can get a little like vibey and feelings and an emo i don't know it doesn't it can also just be really matter of fact and i kind of appreciate that totally should we start watching the long island medium oh i have is, it, is she there's real? an episode about a harold hunter really yes she talks to Harold. With who? She goes, what does legends never die mean? Who does she, who's She on? walks into a skate shop in the Lower East Side. That's so weird, but. I know. Also, is she real? I think so. I want to watch it. Okay. So how does she dress? She has like business <laughs> she attire. She dresses Long Island. <laughs> Sick. That's how I would dress. If there's a hobby that you know that like you're not going to do. I know. Yeah, I know this question because I listened to your podcast yeah, like, religiously. Yeah, like what? Like, uh, <laughs> like, what would be like something that you just like wish that you wanted to? Do? I know, I you know. Wanted how, to want I, I to love do. how when you talk about yours is like playing an instrument at a party, and then I, know I think not. one of your guests was like, one of your guests was like, you are not that person yeah. that would do that. Andres was like, you really want to be yeah. that person? I was like, I don't. I guess I don't. Um, so, have you figured out what it is for you that you I have wish- like a thousand? <laughs> I mean, I want. I think right now I'm like. Yeah, what is it today? Like a real knack for like interior design or like knowing, like like being so confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that's 
I think that's like an inherent talent, though. I don't know if that's like a learned. I don't. I don't know anything about it. I think for me today, because I think that's true. There, I could list a million. I'd love to be really great at a sport that I was passionate that's about. That's a good one. Tennis. Such. I a would good love one. to just like be that person that I plays tennis. I'm changing mine. That's such a good one, Chrissy. Like being really good at a sport, and mm-hmm. especially a cute outfit sport yep like tennis yep i have the sneakers white waiting like a like a like a low reebok oh give me a tennis with, like skirt. some white give me a sweatband i would even do like white jean shorts oh i'd straight up tennis skirt polo shirt yeah. socks give me an and like have, a, have like a like a community that you're doing it with hell yeah like have we, a partner. that's what we do oh we play tennis once a week. That's Sebastian. He's just my tennis partner. Like, yeah. Don't, don't maybe, listen maybe to him. Maybe we have an affair with somebody at the tennis club. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> butch. <laughs> Such a good fake hobby. I'm so jealous. You, you nailed it. Well, I love you, Chrissy. I love you so much. I love you so much. Pink you filled Sabbath. my void. Oh, my God. You <laughs> fill mine. <laughs> If you liked our show, please subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend. Filling the Void is a production of the Erios Network. Episodes are produced, engineered, and edited by Alex Paul. Original song by Michael Cassidy. Powered by ACAST. Erios. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.